Hey, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess, and I know I've been a very bad girl. I haven't been posting, I haven't been uploading episodes, and it's shit happens. Yeah. But I'm really sorry I haven't been posting though. But while I wasn't posting, um, turns out I got to 2K listens. I can't, I can't even, I can't even believe this because like I was at an event when I got the, like I just, I was bored and I was going through my podcast analytics. I don't do that anymore because it's like checking like all the stats and all it's it's really bad for my anxiety so i really don't do it anymore i will maybe later so i was bored at this event and i was going through my phone i was like oh let me just check and i saw 2k i was like what how i started twirling and then my sister made a video of me twirling and i was just really really happy and thank you thank you so much for listening thank you so much for sharing thank you let's get this episode started because honestly it's going to be an interesting one so this week on sex and sativa with alex we'll be talking about normalizing stis or stds apparently they are both interchangeable i had no idea for some weird reason i just assumed that stis and stds were different i don't know why i just assumed they were different but apparently when i was doing research i found out that stis and stds are used interchangeably they are apparently the same thing so yeah oh yeah welcome to september september is pleasure your mate month so those of you with like long-term partners or in committed relationships congratulations another thing you are getting to do um but something about september is um turns out you know before i get into that somebody I fuck with really hard just out of the blues randomly decided to send me a compiled list of sex related um, events or days when I started when I started this podcast earlier in the year I it was something I found really interesting so personally I've been taking note of sexually related sexual days or sexual holidays the way we have um, national pancake day and national um puppies day donuts there's one for lipstick there's one for girlfriends like yeah so they're also sex related holidays and um when he sent me that out like it was like a list out of the blues i was like yo thank you so much because personally i've been compiling i had been compiling my own so him just sending me that just kind of made everything i was doing way way easier and for that i am like i was so grateful i'm still grateful to now like it's not as complete as i would like but it's really really concise so i fuck with that 
um, prior when I was on my break for season two before I started season two I wrote down the topic normalizing STIs and when I wrote it down I just had it I, I kind of had it in mind that oh yeah I was going to do the topic with the health professional and all of that stuff but uh, uh, I think by August I had already decided I was going to do the topic without the health professional so color me surprised when Talking while talking is annoying because now I take pauses, but I'm smoking and about to stop. I have a headache. Um, to color me surprised when I found out that um, 4th of September is sexual health awareness, um, sexual world sexual health day. Yes, world sexual health day. So I was like, yo, okay universe you're obviously telling me something so i'm just going to go ahead and do the normalizing stis episode and i posted the first episode and then my village people had a hand in all the technical i am not going to go there I'm just going to focus on how awesome this episode is going to be and just move forward and not move backward world sexual health day is um is a day set aside to promote safe um safe sex like basically it promotes conversations about sexual health practicing safe sex unplanned pregnancies just talking about sex in a healthy um positive manner like having a respectful attitude towards sex that's what world sexual health day is i i know um i talk about sex a lot and some people have actually asked me um you you talk about sex a lot but you don't ever like talk about using um protection i'm like okay i don't think you listen hard enough for but i do actually i i think i try to say it as often as i can always practice safe sex but yeah world sexual health day september 4th is for that um according to the world health organization the theme for 2020s um world sexual health day is sexual pleasure in times of covid19 how very uninspiring i mean we all kind of know that COVID-19 took over 2020, so just sexual pleasures in time of COVID-19. Although, yo, COVID really like fucked with a lot of people's sexual relationships because of this whole no contact thing. I know a lot of sex workers were put out of like work due to Corona and like there's no way they could like gather their income or some shit like that because, but then, um, Corona also helped strengthen a lot of sexual relationships as well because if you are um, locked, like if you were in lockdown with somebody you are attracted to or somebody you, you know, you have a thing with or your partner or like whoever you fuck with and there was basically nothing to do but stay indoors and rub genitalia together. So, yeah. A lot of fucking going on during Corona though. I wasn't getting any. Still can't believe I'm celebrating now. It's like a thing of pride and joy, blah blah blah. Anyway, um, so yeah, back to STIs and STDs. I have a cold right now, 
so I can't even wear my glasses to see properly because my eyes hurt, everything hurts. I'm actually lying down in bed right now with um, a hot water bottle and marijuana because I'm such a smart individual. Anyway, STDs are sexually transmitted uh, infections that are passed from one person to another through sexual contact. Um, some of these causes of um, STDs are parasites, viruses, bacteria, ETC. Actually, not ETC. That's those are three causes: parasites, viruses, and bacteria. It affects um, STDs affect both men and women. For some weird reason, I used to know a guy, honest to God, when I was in uni, that would tell me that because his preference his sexual preference was virgins he could never get or he would never get an sci but the actual fuck. i think it's cool that the main tense here is used to like i used to know him i don't know him anymore because having people with that kind of mentality in my life is just really dangerous I mean, really, how do you genuinely think that because you are fucking only virgins, you can never have an STI? And the thing is, whenever I was trying to like point that out to him, he was very defensive. I did not know what I was saying. Blah 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 blah. And I just, I genuinely, I don't have energy to um, talk about um, this thing. So here's the thing about what I think about STIs. Their illnesses, their diseases, shit fucking happens. I don't think anyone ever wakes up in the morning and plans, oh, you know what, today I'm going to get an STI. The same way you don't wake up in the morning and think, yo, this is the morning I would like to get typhoid. Typhoid. I always think that that means weird or oh, malaria let me just stick with malaria yeah like i don't think you wake up in the morning and think you know what i want to get sick this morning nobody ever plans sicknesses and diseases so i feel like we should all just treat sexually transmitted stis the same way shit happens they happen in 2015 according to research i did turns out 1.1 billion people have actually been tested for sexually transmitted diseases in 2015 this is just one country statistic it is so commonplace like it it fucking happens if you've never had an s if you honest to god have never had an sti and std you are so lucky because like i said shit happens you might try as much as you can to be careful and maybe your partner is not being careful and they've put you at risk it's just i feel like the reason people have this weird notion about stis not just apart from the fact that they are illnesses is because most people feel like stis and stds are punishment for sex like the punishment for having a sexual um an active sexual life especially for people who believe that you know 
Let me not see people believe. People believe that they. I don't think people believe. I just feel like I am going round and round in circles because I want to try and make a point. So let me just outrightly say it. People think when you have an active sexual life, you don't really deserve to have an active sexual life or a good sexual life. So when you hear stories about STIs and STDs, it's like, hmm, the gotcha moment. They're like, yeah, you deserve an STI. You deserve an STD because you're having sex. It doesn't. Nobody deserves an STD or an STI. What happens? It's so commonplace. You have no idea if your partner has chlamydia or HPV or gonorrhea or syphilis. Yo, I just remembered randomly this episode of um, Law and Order SVU. So, I remember this episode of um, Law and Order SVU. Um, this guy raped someone but that was not even the main story the main story was rapist turns out he was um as he found out he was mentally ill and what caused him to be mentally ill was the fact that apparently earlier in life like 15 years ago he had syphilis but he had no idea because apparently syphilis can stay dormant in the body for one to five years like you can actually have syphilis and show no symptoms you just keep on living your life not knowing you have syphilis but if syphilis is not treated on time it can actually cause your brain to rot one of the lines that stuck with me in that episode was when they were like um the syphilis had made his brain so like was basically eating his brain inside and his brain was nothing more than cottage cheese and i remember feeling like what you genuinely want to tell me now that if you don't treat syphilis your brain can turn to cottage cheese But yeah, so you are doing your thing, you're living your life, you have no idea that syphilis is causing you to have a headache and your brain is rotting and it's turning to cottage cheese and you're still busy having unprotected sex and just... Being killer's sexual health is really not... It's just not smart. If you have an active sexual life, you have to be very, very careful about your sexual health. Like, you have to be very, very mindful of your sexual health, especially if you have multiple partners. You know what? Scratch that. Irregardless of the fact that you have multiple partners, even if you just have one partner, you really should be careful. Because to you, you might just have one partner, but does your partner have one partner? Are you re- are you guys like really exclusively faithful to yourselves? You gotta ask this question, you. And here's the thing: I don't think we should even 
be shamed or shame anyone for having STIs because they're so commonplace. Like I said, 1.1 billion people have tested for STI and STDs. Yo, by the way, this 1.1 billion people, I didn't include the HIV and AIDS statistics in this. No, this is completely separate from HIV and AIDS statistics. 108,000 people died of STIs and STDs in 2015 alone. This is just one country statistics. It is so fucking commonplace. And because of where you know, because of how pricey healthcare is, ideally you should be tested, especially if you have an active sex life, you should be tested at least every four months, ideally. But because of how pricey healthcare is, you know, and some of these diseases don't really show up show any symptoms i mean it's not like you just have a burning sensation or like a discharge or something like sometimes you don't even know that you have an sti so you just keep on living your life like i said healthcare is quite pricey nobody wants to go and check for especially if your like money is tight so you start thinking, am I, do I really want to go and check out, like, do I really want to go and check if I have an STI and STD when I don't really feel like I have an STI and STD? Please do. Please check. Just, there's this sort of relief I feel whenever I know that I have, like, I have a clean bill of health for me. But what I don't get is, people who have this attitude of like yo why are you getting tested so regularly um you're going to look for what is not looking for you do you hear how dumb that sounds i really don't mean to sound judgy but do you hear how dumb that sounds you don't want to look for what's looking for you you rather you'd rather wallow in ignorance of your sexual health than know if you have an sti and std or not and here is the thing as most sti and stds are can be treated with like proper medication or whatever but the ones that cannot be treated can also be maintained and managed so you having an sti and std is really not the end of the world you can have an sti and std and just keep on living a long life you can actually you can still have an active sexual life just make sure you disclose your you know sexual health to your partner so your partner also has the choice whether she'd rather want to go on you know this journey with you or something like that you know there's some there are medications you can take to that boost your immune levels i really should have done a lot more research on this i did though but i am i can't even read properly because my eyes hurt so yeah like I said, there are medication you can apparently like you can take to boost your immune system so that you know your body's working twice as hard and you don't you're not caught on fresh and your body doesn't like catch anything. STIs are so freaking commonplace these days. It is like at some point maybe you had an STI that you were not even aware of. Because like I said, most of them can be treated with antibiotics. So maybe just treat yourself but you're not even aware. I'm not I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how the body works, you but I'm just like just putting it out there. 
you might have an, had an STR and STD and you're not aware of like you've not been aware of and you know you feel fine and everything's fine so you think oh you have never caught anything but you have though because you're not checking when you go to get tested there's this feeling of relief i have like okay yeah i'm good everything is working down there and you move on if it's not at least you have the knowledge that it's not and you know how to fix up like you know how to like manage and get yourself together it's a lot more sensible than just living in ignorance doesn't make sense you but i don't know prior to today no prior to me doing research about stis and stis i read somewhere that some um stis i think gonorrhea in particular is getting um anti antibiotic resistance so we're having new stis and stds that are cropping up these days that are evolving as with most things in the world i mean 2020 we have a disease we can't even get rid of so um you know as with most diseases these days they are evolving to they are evolving to become um resistant to antibiotics which is just like <sighs> you have to be careful though like we all have to be careful sexually because some guys that feel that wait before i go there i feel like personally most women are aware of what happens with their vagina than men are aware of what happens with their penis because you feel like you're just you feel the littlest bit uncomfortable and then you're panicking is your vagina fine like you know i mean there is like a billion dollar industry dedicated to like vaginal hygiene like there is like steaming and grooming and they're like vagina facials like ladies this is i don't know i don't know i just don't know it's just like you want to make sure that everything is going down going on perfectly down there you need to make sure that it's all in tip-top shape i personally enjoy looking at my vagina i feel like well i am vain but also i just feel like i i'm really i like to be really familiar with what it looks like so the minute it feels off i look there and i'm like okay what's going on talk to me girl like how you feeling oh just reminded me of an episode of um sex and the city where miranda's vagina was depressed <laughs> oh my days Yo, what if my vagina is depressed? No, my vagina is not depressed. She's happy. My vagina is happy. My vagina is not depressed. Anyway, so yeah, women have it like they're really, really mindful of everything that goes on in their vagina. And you know, yo, if you don't look at your vagina, like take a mirror and look at it to just see see what's there. If it's there's no light, use your torch. I use a magnifying mirror. Does one like? that one we use like makeup and stuff like that to look at my vagina man you guys should also check your penises though like not just don't just touch your dick when you're wanking and when you're about to stick it in a woman's like vagina or the guy whatever your preference is you know be look at your dick when it's not hard when it's off like just look at it take a look do you see like any weird like bumps and scars like take a look at your dick 
Be very familiar with your deck. You know, know what it looks like. I mean, they advise women all the time to like, you know, old men who have your vagina and um, check your boobs. I don't really see as like I don't really see a lot of PSAs telling guys to check their dicks though. There should be. Like every man, I mean, be familiar with your body part or something like that. Do you realize how commonplace STIs and STDs are that wait is this infection on STI and STD? no 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 it isn't but for ladies I feel like these infections are like the easiest there is no there I don't I don't even think there is a woman that can open her mouth and say she's never had this infection because yo it's like you sneeze and boom this infection like it really doesn't take anything for you to have a yeast infection it is the most ridiculous thing ever i remember reading gabrielle union's book um this book she the last book she had i don't know if she said no 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 the last book she has and there was a chapter out there where she was planning on spending a weekend with her where's my tea my tea is already cold and oh it's not burning my tongue hot anymore don't like it. I look cutting off my old friend. Oh. So yeah, Gabriel Union. So in Gabriel Union's video, there's this particular chapter where she's supposed to spend the weekend with um um her partner, then her boyfriend, then or something like that. And on her way there, she realized she had a yeast infection. She got to the house and it was kind of secluded, and she didn't have any drugs or anything like that. So she tried to go to like the local store, like a 7-Eleven or something. I don't know. I can't remember the book like that. But um, she got in there and she was too um, shy to really say what she wanted. Could have been because she was a celebrity, or you know, there's this whole. You don't want to go and tell them that you want um, clothing. What did he? I don't know if it's clothing or something like that. Like it's an antibacterial drug. So you don't want to tell them that you want to get this drug for your vagina. And you know, when they look at it, they're going to know it's used to treat an STI or something like that. So she left the store with cranberry juice and she called her girlfriend and was, her girlfriend was like, no, you're not supposed to use cranberry juice because it has sugar and, you know, sugar, vagina, fucking your pH balance. So she was just worsening the situation. I think her girlfriend later sent her um, drugs or something she could use. And by her partner being coming down, I think her partner came in the next day and she was like you know she's in tip-top shape to get dick and I just started thinking it is just like you don't even because you can't even tell I know yeast infections are an STI but you can't even like tell a partner you've been with that you've had yeast infection because you know they're gonna look at you like suspect so you've been with that many people and I just I'm not saying you have to disclose your sexual health history to anybody you absolutely don't have to but maybe next time somebody discloses their sexual health history to you maybe it pops up in a conversation don't be so judgy 
not don't be so judgy don't be judgy at all because it's very commonplace you could be very surprised that your guy or your girl like someone you fucking really hard is you know battling an STI and STD low-key or has battled an STI and STD low-key because it's such a taboo such a taboo topic that nobody wants to admit to having had an STI and STD and then when that admittance is like you know yeah when people do find out it's like ooh you're a hoe or like you're dirty or you're disgusting I remember this episode of um I don't even think I remember this I think it was like a meme or something from Love and Hip Hop um Hollywood well you I watch a lot of shit though I mean I've talked about SVU Sex and City now I moved on to Love and Hip Hop I have a weird taste I think or it might just be basic I don't know anyway so On this episode of um, Love and Hip Hop, apparently that scene, um, Tierra Marie had broken up with RJ, Ray J, yeah, Ray J. Tierra Marie had broken up with Ray J and he was giving her her stuff she left at his. And one of the stuff that was there was like a cream for a vagina, like whatever. Like basically just used to treat like something going on down there. And you know, the reason to make fun of her that saying that she's dirty and she's easy. And Ray J was actually using it to make fun of like using it to throw jabs at her and i'm like that is just so fucking disgusting like i felt really bad i just felt really uncomfortable with that entire like with that entire storyline because why are you shaming her like why is it such a bad thing that she's treating an illness or a disease i mean you would say sorry to someone who is going through chemo right not like I'm in any way comparing an STI to cancer, but STIs do kill, don't they? Even if you're careless with your sexual history and you go fucking up and down willy-nilly, I just don't think you need to get, like, an STI is what you need to have to wake up. Like... I, I just I just don't think anyone deserves an STI. There's just no I'm a reason to have an STI. It's just I don't think anybody should be sick. Mm. Yo. I recently started fucking with flavored rolling paper. I got one recently, it's watermelon. And I like it. I didn't think I would, but I like it. Not like I'm completely switching from using like normal raw to using flavored, but I just I didn't think I would. It has a nice, it's not bad. I've used bongs and like pipes to smoke, but at the end of the day I still prefer like smoking a blunt because I like smoking. And I might have like a teeny tiny oral fixation, so there's that. I can't even roll for shit right now because I got my nails done. Yo, I think I posted. Yeah, I posted it on Instagram. Mm. I got my nails done, and I can't roll when I have nails like this long. And whenever I use my ruler, I still turns to shit. 
so i always have to beg my sister to like roll a bunch like a ton for me yo tea rolls like like tea rolls the pretty the prettiest like tea rolls pretty joints though tea was in my orgasms um for the ladies episode so yeah she rolls really pretty joints like whenever she comes by i'm always like please can you just like roll rolling bulk it's always so pretty i couldn't care less if they're pretty or not but my sister likes when her blondes are pretty so i think i like them now I, I don't care personally i just want to smoke but alas here we are another thing about stis is i feel like if you've ever had an sti and the opportunity like the conversation comes up and you know something that works for you or something why don't i don't think we should hoard that information ladies especially stop hoarding information like that to yourself if you especially if you've used like a home remedy or something i'm not saying go around sharing prescription or drugs whatever but if because sti is it's not really something even going to the hospital to talk about stis is always so like you're embarrassed and you are shy and you're like you feel like everybody's judging you and everybody's staring at you and oh they're all calling you like a hoe like you know the way they were shouting or they were chanting shame shame you feel like everybody's chanting shame 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 for you yeah so share if you use this drug like you know it's work for you share use the home remedy and it works for you yeah i know someone who swears by um like this incense thing that like this incense thing where you steam like your vagina apparently she swears by like it's good for her and i'm like love and light baby girl if it's good for you fine you know if it works for you fine share just don't really think there's a reason to hold me like another thing you see eh Wait, let me drop this thing that's in my hand and just sip tea so I can have this mini rant. So, you see those people, healthcare, like healthcare practitioners, professionals, I don't care, healthcare people, sure, that when you come into like a hospital or a clinic, trying to make an appointment for like a gynecologist or something and they use the opportunity to start preaching to you start telling you ah why do you want to see a gynecologist blah 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 why do you want an sti like you want to get an like an sti test or something done and they're like preaching to you and they're just really judgy and they're asking you have you done abortion before and everything that comes out of their mouth is judgment and reproach they will not make heaven because people like that make it hard for people to be open about their sexual health which is the whole reason i'm in a clinic for fuck's sake like there's no that why am i now coming there if i'm going to get like judgment or you see like young girls that are coming in and like and they're telling me oh you're too young what do you need here like why are you saying shit like that though and then when you're trying to talk about sex in an open manner it's like oh 
Dior, bringing down Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, a Macedon is coming. The tables are shaking. Blah, 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 blah. Those people will not make heaven. Those people that question you at the pharmacy or like at the mall or look at you with one eye, like, you know, their eyebrows raised up high when you're trying to pick up like condoms, those people will not make heaven. Because <sighs> the world is already had enough. Why are you trying to stop somebody's sex life? Like, I just, I genuinely want to know. If you're not getting it, my sincere apologies. What am I apologizing for? Is it me that is fucking you? No. What am I? I'm just saying, if you're not getting it, that's no reason for you to now take it on people that are trying to get it, though. Just stop being judgy. Ugh. I genuinely, like, am I teased them? I genuinely, I genuinely pray I see a shift in sexual culture. Like in sexual culture when I'm alive though. Because as much as we think, yeah, sex is more openly talked about now. Yeah, but most people don't have a really respectful and positive attitude towards sex or anything remotely involving sex and that's just do you think sex is shameful you talk about blowjobs in public and look at you wide as like what how dare you say that word and my eye is going to strike you dead jungle Like having an open conversation in public about sex without like reproach or something. I know it's not damn near impossible, but I just really hope there's like a shift in the culture. I know it's happening. I just I can't wait. One of the preventions or one of the best ways to prevent STIs is to not have sex. <laughs> but if you're going to have an active sexual life, then that's not an option for you. Please practice safe sex. Because, guys, you might be thinking you're practicing safe sex but when she's sucking you off is she sucking you off with the condom on like are you being that careful as well it's not just when you're about to like slide in like and then you wear the condom are you being that careful because i know it's not any fun i completely understandably get it condoms numb like it gives this like this numbing barrier basically and you just want to be sucked off without having to think so hard about it and for ladies i know it's like double the work because they're not feeling shit as much but if she's not sucking off the condom and you think oh you're being careful by just using a condom when you're fucking her you're not being as careful try to get tested regularly 
because at least having knowledge of your sexual health history will just make everything better for you for your partner if you're not going to do for your future partners do it for yourself just ignorance is no better ignorance really is no better um yeah i think um i think i said everything i wanted to say on stis normalize it it happens it's as common it's as commonplace as malaria and typhoid and cancer yep they're all illnesses they're all diseases shit happens life happens deal with it just don't think because just don't think STIs and STDs are punishments for sex nobody deserves an STI or an STD okay it's not doesn't make sense um yo when I was reading um, stuff on World World Sexual Health Day, that's September 4th, apparently um, one of the reasons, or according to one of the reasons to um, know your sexual health history is to help your sexual health history is to identify yourself, like be able to identify some of the symptoms, you know, of um, STIs and STDs. While I was doing my research, I kind of got sunk. Like I just, I got into this deep hole of diseases and infections and i have a weird feeling that for the next two weeks to a month i'm going to just be reading like i'm just going to continuously consume anything related to as like text or literature and related to sds and sds because i just find it absolutely fascinating and if i remotely sneeze I feel off down there I'm just gonna think I have something even though I'm never fucking anybody but alas that's the way my mind works so yeah I'm yourself yourselves with um symptoms of STIs and STDs I'm not saying go or WebMD but just so at least when you feel a little bit off you have you know you know or you can just recognize when you feel off because you might feel off and you don't really know why so just I'm yourself with like a little bit of knowledge and counseling public awareness as well is like really really important because I remember when AIDS like when AIDS first came out or when it was like really prevalent it was really like people couldn't go sit down next to AIDS victims and shit like that because there was like this really weird stigma but because we had like a lot of um, literature thrown at us basically about HIV and AIDS and just made us really really aware that yeah HIV and AIDS they happen but the um, patients or people who have HIV and AIDS can actually keep on living a very productive healthy life and you don't get HIV and AIDS by just sitting and sneezing and you know public awareness can also be a good thing so yeah those are like ways we can just help normalize STI conversations don't be so judgy when you hear you see someone that's had an STI. Nobody deserves it. You don't deserve it. Okay, just it happens. Treat it the same way you treat when you say, Oh, I had malaria. Oh, okay. Oh, I had chlamydia. Oh, okay. You good now? Yeah. Okay, move on. So, yeah.
and the way SCIs and STDs act in men and women can be quite different because um, some STIs can be in men just staying, chilling, tight, it's all good, but the minute they jump to women and it just becomes really, really not so good because some of the STIs that don't really affect men um, affect women with like infertility and just a whole lot of not so nice shit, which is not cool for anyone. Anyway, um, yeah. I don't really think I want to talk about what kind of diseases, like what kind of STIs and STDs. I'm pretty sure, like, in case it's not commonplace, you know, chlamydia, HPV, hepatitis B, syphilis, gonorrhea, you know, stuff like that. I didn't want to include HIV and AIDS because that's like really popular. And so, trying to talk about this stuff. I really, really do feel bad that I haven't been uploading and posting, but completely forgot honestly that i had pre-recorded episodes i just i've been going through it then i've been really overwhelmed so um but if you really missed my podcast i don't know some people said they did some people might not have told me but might have missed me um yeah just check me out on instagram at sex positive goddess i'm always posting shit there so and twitter at sex sativa just one word no underscore no nothing just go there i post shit and you can get like all podcast related updates on there and stuff like that um yeah thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate everyone who keeps on sharing my podcast and um talking to me about my podcast and just basically helping me move to 2k I'm really, really grateful. Like, I have this big smile on my face right now. Thank you all so much. I I genuinely do, do. Like, I genuinely appreciate it. You guys actually listen to my shit. I like my shit. So, thank you. (laughs) Um, yeah. I think that's all for this week. Um, on sex and sativa. I'm still your favorite sex positive goddess, Alex. Please practice safe sex. Also, September is pleasure and myth month, so pleasure your mate. Looks like I'll come here again next time. Bye for now. <laughs>